the Death Star. That thing's operational. Dr. Banner. Now might be a really good time for you to get angry. That's my secret, Captain. I'm always angry. Hello and welcome to episode 146 of the usual podcast. The podcast we discuss Star Wars Yoda Republic, the Star Wars franchise, and geek and pop culture. I'm your host, Marshall, and with me, Faceless, is my co-host, Will. Don't touch me. How you doing, buddy? I'm great. Good. Sorry, I'm great. What are you, a mascot? <laughs> and we're just sitting here enjoying our usual frosty beverages. What you drinking, bro? I am drinking a delightful Newcastle Brown Ale. Nice. Uh, I am drinking, and this is a big shout out to Mox because I was saving this for Mox at some point in the near future. I was kind of hoping for, I was going to save it kind of for, uh, you know, extra life or something, right. but he asked me about it today. I was like, did I drink that? If not, I'll drink it tonight. So I told him I would. This is from, um, people's brewing company. It's called Captain Black Strap and it is a stout and I don't normally do stouts, but this is you don't. quite delicious. And it's, um, from Lafayette, Indianapolis, and it's Indiana, Indiana. Whoops, uh, and it's it's wonderful. It's cool. very good. It's um, gonna take me the entire show to drink the damn thing, but it's give me, very give good. Me a little taste, okay? Because I can drink stouts. I just don't like the hoppy mess <laughs> you normally drink. You're a stout. So Will's tasting that, and it's actually not bad. I would actually, uh, you know, if I would, if I were to ever have a chance to go to that brewery, mm. um, the People's Brewery, I, I would actually uh, like to see if they have a, a nitro infused version. Yeah, they because might. Nitro and kind of in, the, in the vein of uh, uh, Old Rasputin or something from North Coast. Old Rasputin yeah. or uh, Red Hook Brewery has a mm. uh, uh, Black Stout, which yeah. is a really good nitro infused. Cool, cool. Um, home of Purdue University. Thanks, Keen. Indeed. Boilermaker. So before we get started, if you have comments or questions, you can find us at theusualpodcast.com. Email us at theusualpodcast at gmail.com. And we're on Facebook, Google+, Pinterest, Instagram, Twitch, and YouTube. I am at Darth Pops on Twitter, and Will is at Amwell Griggs. We're on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, Google Play, and Plex. So give us a time to uh, give us positive ratings, like us, share us, tell your friends, that kind of thing. Seriously, it's the easiest thing you could do to help mm. us out. And, indeed. No one ever does it, but we would like it if you did. Rudy. You're new. You yeah, gorgeous. Uh, teespring.com slash store slash usual podcast. You can support us that way. Get your gear and uh, merch. And we do have the timestamps in the show notes. If you're not a Swotor fan, we don't have a ton of Swotor this week. Um, but again, it's kind of a uh, uh, content drought, if you will. In there is a little bit of a content drought. So we'll get through that. And we have some pretty cool stuff for Star Wars this week. And yeah. um, I'm looking forward to what we got in pop culture. We're going to talk some Captain Marvel and some other things. So it's going to be great. Uh, so thank you to everybody who's in the chat room. Thank you to everybody who is in, um, for trailer time. Uh, we appreciate that. We got some awesome trailers tonight. And if, before we get to our, our next thing, of course, everybody in the chat room, will do our best to keep an eye on chat. So, uh, throw your stuff in there. And, um, but dude, I feel like we sound amazing. We do. We do sound amazing. Really quick, before you talk about the gear, though, mm. uh, I do want to go back to Teespring because uh, um, Skeen really pointed out something in the chat. Oh, yes. Extra Life is coming up first week in November. Very important charity. And you can support Extra Life through us by going to teespring.com slash T-U-P, the number four, kids. That's Tup for Kids. It's the usual podcast for kids. And uh, you can get your own um, Extra Life usual shirt and uh, all the proceeds go to extra life thank you thank you skiing indeed thanks skiing 
All right, man. So, um, so the gear. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> I probably shouldn't say what I'm about to say, but, um, because of what I'm teaching this year, we have a big grant for technology and, um, for my pathway that I'm creating for the school. Right. Uh, and I just ordered a bunch of gear so kids can create their own content and I'm trying out these new mics. They're basically the same mics we had, but, um, they are not di- um, dynamic mics. They're the cartoid ones where, yes. Uh, you don't have to, well, basically it doesn't pick up as much background noise. Um, and we sound phenomenal. We do sound, well, I always sound phenomenal. Mm, that's not very good. Pickle. Um, so the point is, um, I'm trying this out and basically if I sound this good next week, it's because I either stole these again from work or I bought them for our show. <laughs> Borrowed. A little column A, a little column B. Uh, so man, um, I feel like we sound good. I'm ready to roll. I'm back. And I can't wait to talk about what I did, but we'll talk about that in a minute. So let's get to Star Wars The Old Republic. We forgot something. No. Drinking buddies. Oh, yes. Yes. So uh, best way to support us, patreon.com slash usual podcast. Big shout out to Mr. John Skeen, who is our honorary all-time drinking buddy who is in the chat room. Eddie, uh, Zen, um, and um, blah, 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 blah. that's it. Those are three. Yes. Right? Yes, and actually, all of you have qualified for shirts, and I've—I believe I've reached out to all you guys. Am, am I? It, so I, I just need to know what shirts you guys want, so I can send them to yeah, you. Yeah. So uh, tweet at me or something, get a hold of me, and uh, I'll send out uh, comments to you guys again this week, um, so I know what to order for you guys. And if you want to become a drinking buddy, definitely check out our Patreon page, and we'll talk about that more later in the show. So Star Wars: The Old Republic, dude. You want to fight? I'm ready. Stand against me. Instead, I will share all of this with you if you will only kneel. A uh, big community shout outs uh, this week. And the biggest one is in next month, November. Yes. Excuse me. Yes, we are in October. October 2nd, uh, which actually comes into play in a minute. Uh, November Podcaster Raid Stream. Um, we're organizing, well, Dr. Swotor is organizing it. <laughs> yes, he is. And it's going to be pretty awesome. It's basically um, the podcast community doing one massive raid. Um, it's a 16 man raid. I have a link in the show notes. It's going to be Saturday, November 10th. Um, and unfortunately, it's going to be on the Starforge uh, server. So I got to figure out how i'm gonna do that but it's that- basically gonna be pucked on crack yeah. times 20 <laughs> indeed so uh, uh some of the people i uh, have a link to the tweet in the show notes it's kind of cool people from mutini uh bad feeling us um the council passionate casual uh state of the older public uh max the gray and and sema from their show and everybody else so it's gonna be great uh, there's gonna be a ton of us and I'm going to have to probably DPS, which is going to be horrific. So definitely check that out. <laughs> I will probably, I will, I might stream part of it. I don't know. I don't know if they even need streamers, but, um, the bottom line is, um, yeah, I'm going to be DPSing probably because I don't think they need a tank. You're going to accidentally throw out taunts all the time and they're going to start <laughs> yelling at you. That's probably what's going to happen. So here we are. Um, but more, we'll, we'll talk more about that stuff. Um, when it gets closer, uh, to answer your question, um, what level am I? I have max level characters all over the place, but not on that server. <laughs> yeah, actually. Uh, so I'm going to have to boost a character and then yeah, um, figure that out. Rudy's actually never joined us in chat before, um, but uh, we play, we do play Swotor um, 
car streams occasionally for what's an ops group, which we'll get to later. Right. Um, I stream very rarely, but I do have some news on that. I'm going to be streaming uh, for the next two Saturdays um, for a specific reason. Um, But we've been there since beta, so we have max levels all over the place. I've done all the class stories. We have max levels on max levels. Done all the content. I'm, I'm good to go. Um, and one big thing as far as community goes, uh, the community cantina tour, which was uh, supposed to be around New York Comic Con, yes, is has been canceled. Yes, it has. Instead, they're going to do and um, they're going to do a live stream cantina event on October 11th, and that's going to be 3 p.m. Pacific. And I'm actually really looking forward to that. I don't work that day because of the. We have a break. We have a break. Um, I don't think I'm leaving town till either later that day or the next day. Um, so, yeah. Uh, either way, I'll catch it later. But I would like to catch this one live. They're going to be talking about um, the new gameplay, reveal what planet they're going to be able to explore in the new storyline, spoiler-free overview of the new Empire vs. Republic storyline, meet some new and returning characters, including companions, and... Um, the master, they're going to talk about master mode, gods and machine, and walk through some of the great guild changes that are coming through, which I'm looking forward to, which is like heraldry, PvP challenges, and that kind of thing. So, um, I think that's going to be a great stream. It's a good compromise. I don't know if compromise is the right word, but, um, you know, consider it's a decent substitute. Yeah. I mean, I'm not, I don't 100% know why they're not going to make New York, but, um, there's a lot of things going on right now. And I don't know if they actually put a reason and they just said, Difficult decision to cancel it. Yeah, they didn't say why. But, you know, it is what it is. They had to cancel it. So they're substituting it with a live stream event. All right. So All right. Uh, what's next? All right. So we can game, dude. Uh, what did you do this week, my friend? Um, I did absolutely nothing in game this week. Nor did I. But uh, for the next two Saturdays, mm-hmm. uh, I have decided that I am. Uh, I need a lot of help. Uh, okay. Um, those of you who know me know I don't play well with others in game a lot. I mean, I, I raid. Hold on, real quick. Skeen said because of the shooting at the event in Florida. Oh, oh, okay. that totally makes sense. that makes sense. Yep. Thanks, Skeen. Thanks, Skeen. Um, it's not that I don't like. I'm just not, I'm a, I'm a fairly antisocial player. I, I had no idea. But there, but there's a, a lot of content that I haven't actually been able to finish because of that. Um, so for the next two weeks, I'm actually going to live stream myself playing and I plan on playing for probably the entire time I'm awake on those two days. So cool. we're looking at like 12 hours at least, um, nice. of stream. I mean, forget food eating and stuff like that, but, um, I plan on finishing up star fortresses and eternal championship and world bosses and stuff like that. And, um, you know, I'll be live tweeting it and people can, uh, t- can come and help me and join me and everything. But I really want to. Clean all this stuff out of my mission queue. <laughs> yeah, dude. I think that's a good thing to do. So, yeah, jump in there and help old Griggsy out. That'd be good. Because I'd like to get all that emptied out of the mission queue. So once I get to Extra Life next month, yeah. um, I have just a much more streamlined uh, way to go into that. Indeed. I'm with you. Um, How about you? I did not play this game. And why did, not, or, why did you not play this week? <laughs> or any other game. We didn't also do our show last week as well. I went on the Writing Excuses retreat, which happened to be on a Royal Caribbean cruise boat that went through the Caribbean. Why don't you tell people what Writing Excuses is? Writing Excuses is a podcast done by uh, Brandon Sanderson, Howard Taylor, Dan Wells, and Mary Robinette Kowal, four very famous authors. 
Um, with the exception of Brandon Sanderson, I got to hang out with the other three and countless other. Did, did Sanderson not slum it? Sanderson had a conflict. So he actually, the first night we arrived, we, he did a class. He did a lecture. Okay. So at least um, he showed up. Yeah. He showed up. He, I missed, I will never fly American airlines again. I'm going to go ahead and say <laughs> that right now. Second, I got a flight canceled coming back from San Diego after I missed my flight. Yes, you did. And they canceled my flight. Literally, when I got over the hill in cell phone range, they canceled my flight. And so I'm sitting in the Willet at the, at the Safeway gas station and Willet's trying to redo my flight. So I got a new flight, um, American Airlines again. But um, then there was a bunch of weather around Houston. Long and the short of it, I did not get there in time for the signing that Sanderson and all the other authors. Oh, were that's doing. a bummer. Um, but that said, it was 16 hours of travel. <laughs> Finally got there. I met, this is probably one of the greatest things I've ever done. Um, it sounds like it. Not only did I get to leave the country, I got uh, what they call a fire hose worth of um, information and to help me with my writing. Um, I got to make some amazing friends and I got to stand on top of a Mayan ruin in Belize, which is pretty cool. Um, I did a lot of stuff last week and I'm really happy about it and I'm going to do it again next year. Um, but that said, um, some of the connections I made and some of the things I learned, I feel like are really going to help me going forward with what I would like to do, um, make more time for. So, that's cool. um, I, I had an amazing time which is why we didn't record and which is why I have not been playing this game. I've been really stressed out trying to make this thing happen. Um, you know, you said, yeah, you got a fire hose worth of information. And mm. for those of you old people in the chat, um, it totally made me think of UHF with weird <laughs> Al when he goes, you get a drink from the water or the fire hose. <laughs> um, but yeah, man, but, I mean, no, I, so that is uber exciting for your writing. Yeah. I mean, there was, uh, uh, Dong Wan, um, was there. He was an agent. Maurice brought us um, a black author. I had a really nice connection with him, made a couple of really amazing friends. Um, so big shout out to, you know, Nick and so Josh. So I'm getting shoved and, to the side now. And yeah, you're getting shoved to the side. Let me give my shout outs to Nick and Josh <laughs> and Ilan and um, Krista and everybody else I made friends with. Um, it was amazing. And um, check my Instagram and stuff. Darth pops. Uh, if you want to see some of the stuff, the picture I put up. But, awesome. I'm very excited for you, yeah. my friend. I don't want to, keep going with that but at the same time it was i'm still kind of reeling from all of it and yeah, once why, I regroup, why don't you tell them how much you traveled on sunday <laughs> uh, so sunday real quick in a nutshell it took about we started at nine o'clock queuing up it took about two and a half hours to get off the boat okay then once that was through customs and everything then a 45 minute shuttle ride to the airport then an hour in the airport then hour flight then 45 minutes in an airport then a three-hour flight then a 40 minute Uber ride to a, to my car. And then a three and a half hour drive. I started at nine in the morning. I got home at almost midnight. (laughs) Yeah. And then you were at work the next morning. And I was at work yesterday. Zombified. Please tell me you at least uh, (laughs) saying I'm on a boat. Yeah. That was pretty quick to come out (laughs) for most of us. Uh, But anyway, (laughs) enough about that. Um, But that's why I have been kind of scattered the last few weeks. I'm, Almost back to sanity. Um, have, we have a week off and one more thing coming up next week. And then we'll kind of be back to our regular routine, which I'm looking forward to. Cool. So, all right, man. Let's talk about some news in SWOTOR. 
So 5.9.3 was delayed and to today, actually, while we're recording this, and it came up today. So as you're listening to this, which is probably at least a couple days after this, October 2nd, um, Fame and Fortune, 5.9.3, Fame and Fortune. The patch notes for that are pretty straightforward, but the Vaden Hutball, um, sorry, Vanden Hutball, uh, Galaxy's favorite sport is back in an all-new venue, the Sky Shredder. Located in the scenic world of Vanden, Hutball fanatics can look forward to new and deadlier challenges as they battle for victory. So, a new Hutball. Cool. That's kind of cool. Double Rewards event is going to be October 9th through 16th. So, that got pushed back as well. Right. So, we'll have some double XP yeah, they, they action. Us- yeah, they do usually push back the double XP events whenever they do a, a, a patch pushback. Which is good. Um, some interesting changes. Free to play players can now chat in groups and guilds, which was a restriction before. Some people have some, um, trepidation about that, but I think it's gonna be fine. Um, I think a lot of people are worried about gold spammers and stuff. Yeah, exactly. I think it's gonna be all right. Um, there's some other, um, things here. I don't think they're mostly bug fixes. I don't want to go into that, but the overlook inside, uh, Rishi stronghold was returned to its normal price of 1.5 million credits. And, I'm glad I got it early. Right. And characters that use server transfer will have their solo and group rating reset if they're above uh, 1,200 rating, which is interesting. And um, the small yield target for Conquest is now 170 down from 200,000. So they're they're adjusting things. There's a bunch of class and combat changes as well. Um, let's see. Increase the command XP reward for winning a Galactic Starfighter match, with a, which I think honestly has been a really long time coming. Um, I know people were kind of that same with honestly the same with um, kind of the same with PvP. You just don't get enough. You just don't get enough from it, CXP. Yeah. You know, um, there's a couple changes to um, some flashpoints and operations, but they're just mostly bug fixes. And the last thing, uh, there's items and economy. Yeah, there wasn't really anything else. Oh, level sync now applies to all Knights of the Fallen Empire and Knights of the Internal Eternal Throne chapters, which is cool. And um, fix a number of cinematics where the game or walls, companions, environment were not being drawn. So that's good. Maybe, especially for new players, they don't want to see all those glitches this long into the game. So basically we're not seeing lattice work, Twi'lek, like use anymore? Uh, I think that's important. Um, and yeah, that's about it. Cool. So I'm looking forward to, uh, I got to start, I got to do some work to get ready for this event next month. So I got to, right? I got to boost a character and try to get some gear going and, and, and figure that out. So anyway, it'll be fine. I mean, I can go in with entry level gear too, but I, I'd like to, my gear is so nice on my character. I was so bummed when they're like, Oh, we're sitting on star first. It's like, cool. That's great. Um, and yeah, skiing to answer your question, Sanderson did not show up. He will be on the boat next year though. Um, and that's actually going to the Caribbean, um, uh, it's going to, sorry, not the Caribbean. It's going to Jamaica, which is the Caribbean, obviously, but, um, there are a couple different stops next year. So, um, I'm stoked. I got like to do it's it. going to the islands instead of the coast. Yeah. So it's actually going back to Cozumel, um, which is our, was our last stop, um, coming back. Uh, but the middle stop is different. I can't remember what it is now, but, um, but it's two days on land this year and there's a big tour of NASA next oh, year awesome. um they made a connection with um so you're going to the johnson space center um yeah so what's crazy is after we left all the authors stuck around and went to nasa to do a big podcast and stuff and you know i saw that on so, on twitter yeah it's pretty pretty badass so i'm um, looking forward to it and yeah i'm bummed maurice isn't going to be there next year at least as of not yet 
but um, he was one of my favorite people, him and um, Kathy Chung and um, just some really phenomenal connections. So I'm excited about it. Very cool. Um, so enough about that. Really quick, I want to throw this in here because I feel like this is kind of hitting the U.S. now. Do you want to talk about this or not? The video game addiction thing? Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. So I have an article in here and I'm only going to talk about it. It's on futurism.com, which I love that website. Um, but video game addiction is real and professionals aren't prepared to help. And what's interesting is when I was um, teaching Ready Player One to my English class the last few years, I always show them this video that talked about game addiction. Right. And it focused a lot on Asia and Korea and that kind of thing. Um, which was interesting uh, is that this article focuses on the United States and how it's they're just not sure how to kind of approach it in the ways they're um, as as the same way as other things. A lot of people attribute it to the same as like drug addiction and that kind of thing. Um, and there's, there's a, the equivalent of what they have in Asia is like a place to go and help you with that. So it's like in Asia, they called it, or in Korea, they called it a um, internet rescue school. Okay. Um, and uh, I can't remember what they call it here it was like well basically anything is anything can be an addiction if it impacts you financially right socially or um or physically so you know if it, if it impacts you going to work or if it impacts you being able to pay your bills right or if it impacts you being able to make common human connection yeah then it's an addiction and, and that's kind of the point of this is that you know they're trying to treat it and these places are very expensive um there's four of them in washington state of actually and they're called restart um, and, uh, you know, they can go up to 24 months, eight weeks to 24 months of treatment. And I, and I imagine this has to do with, um, anything kind of tech. What they're saying is it's more tech, uh, not just video games, but tech based, like, you know, phone addiction or yeah, that well, kind of pho- thing, right? any, any sort of screen addiction mm-hmm. is, 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 uh, is, a, could be a problem. Right. So uh, I only put that in there, um, only in that if, if this is something that um, you or someone else is, is going through, there are people to help. And, and, I, and I, I don't want to bring the thing down, but at the same time, I think it's really important. There is, there is a number. There's not a number on this article, but, um, but definitely reach out. Um, I well, don't, why don't you say the, the company that they're talking about? You said Restart? Yeah, it's called so, Restart yes. in Washington. Yeah, so just uh, Google Restart Washington, mm-hmm. and uh, I'm sure you can find their homepage. Um, Actually, also, there's a link to Vice News. It says here. Um, yeah. Also, uh, if I remember correctly, the first couple weeks of um, the Garmin, uh, the Ralph report, mm-hmm. uh, Garmin had a an addiction specialist on to talk about video game exactly. addiction. Yeah. So, uh, so go back to the archives of the Ralph report and uh, at ralphreport.com or uh, on iTunes and uh, check out their interviews because he had an addiction specialist on. And for me, man, it's like, you know, I love as much as I love video games, I've had students who I felt like maybe were treading the line a little bit. Um, oh, I mean, don't get me wrong. I and mean, it worries I, me. As someone, you know, I've always had a, I mean, I've never been ADHD, mm. but I remember when I was a kid and I would be sitting at home watching TV mm. during commercials, I'd pull up my book. Yeah. I'd always have to have my mind going have to something. Be doing something. And now with, with smartphones, I mean, my well, screen time is constant. And Skeen just brought up, he said, social media, that might be worse. And I agree. Um, you know, I mean, we're in a consumer culture to the point to where, and it's kind of instant gratification, you know, 
interactions. So, you know, we're, we get really wrapped up with, okay, what's the next thing that's yeah, going mean, to make you me make happy, a, you make you know? a great point. I mean, when we're already a consumerist culture and then you add in instant data, mm-hmm. instant digital uh, content, mm-hmm. it's ridiculous. Which is why I think teaching is becoming more difficult as well, because you, you sit there and you're like, okay, well let's do this thing. And a, a kid doesn't want to sit in a chair and read a book or listen to somebody talk when they could be Snapchatting with their friends. Well, I mean, I'll, I mean, I'll tell you just an instance from today. I was in, I was in the computer labs and there's a couple of students, I'm not going to name names, but they came in and they said, uh, and I said, well, why aren't you guys in class? And they said, well, we were just going to be watching a movie. Yeah. And then the teacher allowed him to come and work on a, an essay, which I mean, I, at least they're working on an essay, but there's, There's a reason why they're showing the movie, get it, but the movie is part of the curriculum, right? Exactly. I mean, so that that worries me a little bit, um, and which is why I'm glad that I'm teaching what I'm teaching now, um, honestly, because it's so hard to get kids to 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 appreciate reading and literature and stories. You know, um, just you know, they have too many other things. You know, exactly. Um, so on a lighter note and an EA uh, Bioware note, uh, Anthem is is coming out in february and i put a link in the show notes february 22nd is when it launches and this is a list of ways with links and such and things to sign up on how to play the game before it launches um but there's the play at first trial um you could pre-order the game and you get it early um definitely check this out if you are into anthem or thinking you want to play anthem check out the link in the show notes um there are lots of ways to play it hopefully before it comes out and i'm intrigued i actually really would like to try this um before it comes out before i buy it honestly so cool and um, actually i've got a a a new story about a a different game similar idea mm. i'll talk about in usual cool uh, roundup yeah. Um, so yeah, there is an official beta-ish thing going on. Skin. Yeah. Um, there. It depends on how you approach it. Um, yeah. Definitely check it out. I don't want to spend a bunch of time talking about Anthem right now, but um, let me find out. No, actually, now that you said that, hold on one second. There's a VIP demo, which is um, those have pre-ordered the game. Early access uh, begins uh, February fifteenth, uh, and that is Origin Access Premier members. Play at first trial, which is Origin Access Basic for PC people and Xbox One, um, which they get 10 hours to play the first trial, and that carries over to the game. Um, and then they have a Q&A. So those are the ways to do it. And, you know, uh, there are lots of ways to play this game early, apparently, which is pretty good, I think. So, ready? I'm ready. Pew, 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 pew. Um, I wasn't that into the first Red Dead Redemption, honestly, Gordis. Uh, but, I mean, well, I, I I'm I, glad it's coming out. But, I mean, that game, Red Dead Redemption, came out so long ago. Yeah, and personally, I don't play, a, I mean, I really don't play first-person shooters, so. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, Star Wars section, dude. I was raised to do one thing. But I've got nothing to fight for. Let's see. What do you got? Oh, this is me. This is uh, actually, I was going to put this one in too. And this is big. (laughs) What do you think about this? It makes a lot of sense. Mm -hmm. So star Wars. So the, the, 
we're burying the lead, obviously. A new study suggests significant amount of Last Jedi trolls are politicized bots. Yeah, well, basically, what they did a study of the uh, because you know everyone's studying all social media content now, and it turns out a lot of the trolls that were hating on the Last Jedi um, were done by a lot of the same sort of Eastern European uh, troll bots that that were working during the last election. Exactly. So, I mean. Eh. It's interesting, though, as and the article points out, as well as the film did, the divisiveness of it is still really, you know, and, and it out is there, yeah, and it is a, deci- a divisive movie. But I think this shows that the it might have been driven by something exactly, yeah. Um, but it actually kind of ties in with the ne- with a story. Well, I didn't put it in the show notes, and I don't think you added it, but. Basically, there's this thing going out right now that um, Lady Gaga fans are yeah, I saw that. are basically trolling um, uh, Venom with bad reviews because I didn't put that in there. No, Skeen mentioned it in Twitter. Oh, that's right. Twitter, yeah. and I hadn't added it, but it, it just kind of ties in with this article mm-hmm. that they're basically trolling Venom because they want it to drive down box office, mm-hmm. so it drives up Stars Born box office. Right. I just I don't get it. I mean. There's enough content, enough people to, that are consuming content to where you don't have to, you know, actively sabotage other people's content. Well, it's the same way that I think Bieber fans and Taylor Swift fans mm-hmm. were, were doing the same thing to their rivals. Good point. Um, so this is a big one. This uh, is huge. Lucasfilm president and Star Wars producer Kathleen Kennedy gets a contract extension. And is it 2021? Is yeah, it's it? three extra years. Yeah. Um, and actually, this is kind of big because... There's a lot of people saying, oh, well, Lucasfilm is in trouble because of Solo and all mm-hmm. this stuff. And this just shows that, that Disney, like, long-term is not worried about how Solo performed. Right. Because, yes, it lost money compared to everything else. Sure. But it really wasn't a failure. No. It wasn't a failure. And they can use that as a springboard for some of these other stories. And and, and honestly, if they, if they go forward with the things that I think they're going to do, like um, – with some of the people that were in that movie, then people will go back to solo. Yeah. And, and, and basically buy it on Blu-ray or they'll get it on. Right, iTunes exactly. All the, all the talk about it, losing money. Mm. That's just box office receipt. Right. And, and I believe that was just domestic. It didn't include it. Granted, it didn't do as well overseas right. as say, um, uh, the Meg did, mm. which is weird, but, um, it doesn't include uh, digital release, Blu-ray release or the book release. Right. Um, which just happened. So yeah, it, yeah, it's Lucasfilm is fine. No, I'm with you. I mean, they're they're going to be fine either way. But I mean, exactly. I don't think Kathleen Kennedy staying at the helm is going to be an issue. Honestly. No, not at all. Um, but we'll see. I mean, like I said, I'm looking forward to Episode Nine. I think Episode Nine is going to be a really big moment for Star Wars going forward. Um, if it's well received, then they can kind of feel better about the other stuff they're doing with the Disney streaming service coming. Which I'm going to talk about some of the stuff here in a second. Um, I I think that if uh, basically what I'm trying to say is episode nine does well, they won't have to stress about it. They can maybe go right. back to Kenobi and some of this. Other yeah. Stuff. Well, I think nine's going to do well regardless mm-hmm. because it's the, it's the last in the saga that has a built in Skywalker saga too. Exactly. Yeah. Right. So I think the, the one that's really the, the one that's going to be the make or break question mark mm-hmm. one is the first in the Ryan Johnson trilogy. True. Because it's going to be a, a, holdover of talent but not story right and so that's going to be the one if people are going to go see that what i find interesting is <laughs> thank you chat yeah 
Solo's great. I I loved Solo. Uh, my kids loved it. I I watched in the you know I took them to the theater. They liked it. I mean it's it yeah. Was well, a blast. My, my nephew Ryan, who actually was a pucked with us, um, he's it's his favorite. Mm, yeah. Um. So that said, let's get on to TV Star Wars stuff. Uh, the new Star Wars live action deal John Favreau. Uh, with Favreau uh, at the helm is reportedly starting to film next week ish. And I think it's like actually kind of this week. I think this article is a little old, right? It, I mean, it's, it's shortly, yeah. um, which, which just makes sense because if they're trying to get it for the streaming service, which they are, and that streaming service is going to be starting in the end of next year, beginning of 2020, mm. they're going to start, need to start filming now. Exactly. And we're almost done with star Wars. And I still have sort of section up here. <laughs> um, uh, good on me. Okay, so and speaking of uh, TV, the Resistance and new animated TV show is uh, good night. See you tomorrow, Gordis. Um, the Resistance TV show is going to get a companion comic book. Reportedly, it's a rumor right now. Well, I mean, we kind of saw that coming. I mean, first of all, most we, things are going. Yeah, to. I mean, we already had a, a comic of uh, Kanan exactly from Rebels, so it just makes sense, right? Um, especially since one of the main stars is Poe Dameron and he already has his own comic. Yeah. I'm going to take a second and, and go ahead and capture this bad boy here. It's really good. It's phenomenal. Um, I, I like to put a little merch in here. Sometimes hot toys is doing a, um, Bespin gown princess Leia figure from empire strikes back, which is a phenomenal outfit that you don't see enough. And holy crap, does that look good? It looks really good. Very good facial characteristics. Yeah. Uh, but that is, uh, it's just. It's the eyes just, are piercing. I mean, it's it's gorgeous. It looks, I mean, the craftsmanship on that is unbelievable. Exactly. So um, definitely it's a zillion dollars, but if you can afford it, get it. <laughs> All right, man. Should we get to the usual roundup? We only have a few stories, but which is good. Yeehaw. Yeehaw. I can't imagine any kind of future where I'm a hero. Well, you're not. In the future, none of you are heroes. You're legends. Gaming. Marvel Puzzle Quest. Go. Yeah, so uh, starting... Uh, okay, for those of us who, who know us, we, we play Marvel Puzzle Quest. Mm-hmm. And sec, uh, really quick off the bat, I'd like to thank Skeen for taking over the helm of our, our little guild group there. Which, if you want to join us, we happen to have a few extra slots right now, and it's called Griggs Boys, G-R-I-G-G-S-B-O-Y-S. Yep. Um, but starting October 4th, so in two days, the fifth anniversary of the game is happening, and uh, there's going to be new characters, including Cable. Nice. And uh, Which is the first the introduction of the first Cable character in that game, and a uh, whole bunch of prizes and giveaways and everything. So if you, uh, it's, it's a match three game, but it has great story content, nice. and it's a lot of fun. Uh, so if you feel like playing, come out and join us. Cool. I don't know what it means, but Skeen uh, subscribed with Twitch Prime. So thanks, Skeen, for subscribing to us. You're my hero. Well, he subscribed to Twitch Prime, the paid service for Twitch. But thanks did, for outing him. But he did, but he just uh, subscribed to us? Well, I think he was already a subscriber to mm. a follower of us. Anyway, so uh, the oh, next God. thing is, is what is the next uh, Assassin's Creed game? Oh, my God. Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Yes, and it's big. It's coming out, and it's, it's a major title coming out. It's going to be out. a big deal. You're going to have an opportunity to play it early for free because there's a new Google streaming game service called oh. Google Stream, I think is what it's called. Um, and if you follow the link in our show notes uh, and take it to it, and the, the game comes out, I want to say it's October 19th or 16th, right around there. Yeah. 
um, if you sign up beforehand, you could be selected to be part of a pre-game beta. Nice. Uh, well, not beta because the game's coming out early, but uh, is beta's done. But um, play it for free on the streaming service. And the thing is, it's br- in browser. Yeah, that's cool. Which, um, even considering that, it still plays at 1080p um, on a on a 30 megahertz or 60 megahertz uh, monitor. So nice. It you're still going to be able to get great quality graphics, even though it's in browser. And I was right. Thank you, Skin. Because he clicked the thing, we get we get a thing. We get a bonus. Oh, we do. Okay. Don't thank you. So close to the mic. Um see, but I can't tell the difference. Good mics. Exactly. So um so uh, it's thanks, Skin. You're my hero. So it's exciting. So if you're an Assassin's Creed fan, mm. uh definitely go and check this out. Yeah, so the next thing we have in here, and I think um I'm not going to play this, and I, I should have probably done it in trailer time if I was going to. But I guess on the um, Blu-ray for the Solo movie is a Galaxy's Edge, and this is Disney Parks news now, Galaxy's Edge uh, Millennium Falcon ride um, is kind of detailed out. Oh, that's that. cool. So basically a little featurette. Yeah, exactly. There's a little featurette. Um, I watched part of it earlier. Um, and this is a special feature. It's only on the Target blu-ray of solo yeah i'm sorry i missed that so on that um and it's and it's there's an ad playing so i'm not gonna bother with that right now but we have a link in the show notes definitely check it out um we'll probably talk about that more next week because i would like to know more about that absolutely so netflix really that's amazing did you put this in here yeah i'm sorry i can't it's can't the read. choose your own adventure oh yeah so bla- so uh sorry, season four of black mirror is coming out fairly soon mm. um and uh for those of you who watched what was it uh uss yeah, the USS. Um, I love that episode too. Anyways, um, it's really good. It has a uh, uh, Chris Emiliotti and Jesse Plemons in it. Yeah. Nominated for a whole bunch of uh, Emmys that just happened last week. Um, they're uh, they're really going all out for for season four, mm-hmm. and they're doing a, an interactive choose your own adventure style. Phenomenal. And you know this isn't this isn't new. Right. I mean, uh, actually. Uh, um, Ayn Rand, who a lot of most people know from her books, right. she actually wrote a play called Night of January the Sixteenth, okay. and it's a it's a courtroom drama. But the thing is, is at the beginning of the play, twelve jurors are chosen from the audience. Oh, that's awesome! And the they are the jury. They they play the jury, and so they choose the ending of the play, whether guilty or not guilty. It's badass, and uh, um, it's really good. So it's it's. I'm eager to see how they do this. Yeah, it has a, a strong. So I'm guessing it's going to be through Twitter, uh, Twitter polls. Yeah, they'll like do it. like the episode. You know, they'll figure it out exactly. Yeah, and cool. so you know, basically all the outcomes are. I mean, everything's going to be filmed, and the, which is going to be really interesting because it'll all be filmed, and then obviously they're just going to have a, somebody, a live director, chooses which way it goes. Which way it goes? Yeah. Um, but the cool thing is, is when that comes out digitally or on Blu-ray, we'll have all the having all those different things is going to be cool. I think that's awesome. I love Black Mirror. I was talking about that on the boat with some people. Just. On the boat. I mean, just talking about just just dystopias and 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 those type of sci-fi sort of alternate futures is it, it it's one of my favorite things to watch because it's like, man, that's messed up, but that could totally happen. Exactly. You know? <laughs> that's what's so weird about it. Uh, Hulu kicks off Halloween. Yeah. So Halloween. Yeah, there's a 
if you haven't noticed all throughout social media, because AMC does it. And, uh, I believe, uh, Turner classic movies and everybody does their own, uh, October Halloween countdown things. Right? right. It's like today we're watching the Blair witch project or today we're watching Halloween or whatever. Uh, Hulu's doing this, but they're calling it Huluween. And not only do they have a whole bunch of Halloween movies that are available to stream during the month, but they're also uh, highlighting up and coming directors who have their own horror short films. Oh, really? And they're playing those throughout the entire month, too. Oh, that's badass, dude. Yeah, so I think that's very exciting. Nice. Um, and I didn't hear about this, but I probably feel like I should have, considering Brandon Sanderson just talked about his. Uh, gave us a lecture and talked about the wheel of time because he took over the wheel of time for Robert Jordan when he died. Yeah. So, uh, bearing the lead a little bit, uh, Robert Jordan's seminal, uh, saga fantasy masterpiece of the wheel of time. Um, right up there with, uh, Tolkien, Tolkien, but the towers and, um, and the yeah. song of Shannara, all those it's, it's right up there. Mm. Um, they're doing a, a TV version on Amazon. Awesome. I, and also, wait. I didn't put it out here, but also don't forget uh, the second season of Aaron Mankey's Lore uh, is debuting on Amazon next week. Right. And I need to finish the first season of Lore, actually. I, oh, it's so good. I watched I, – I, there was one that was a little slow, and I kind of stopped, and I went back. It was the one about the um, – it was the third episode, I think. They kept burying people. Anyway. Anyway, moving Oh, on. the one about the – they made a tonic. The tonic one, which yeah. was the which because all which the, I love the the podcast. Yeah, well, the, they they did a, an hour show from a twenty minute podcast, yeah, exactly. so yeah. they had to fluff it up a little bit for sure. Okay, so um, we got some movie news, real reviews, female driven twenty one jump street. Yeah, so uh, really happening. Yeah, it's come out that they're actually uh, in if deep into pre production on a twenty one jump street female driven. Mm. Uh, version because of course you know they're not doing i mean jonah jonah hill and um i can see him oh boy yeah um step up uh magic mike um you know i'm not gonna remember right now it doesn't matter anyway so they're not coming back to do the film itself but they're i believe they're producers on it and they might make cameos um but what i like is it's not just a gender flipped version of it right they're taking like it's in the same universe and it just happens to be about female cops nice that go undercover because there's so much more that you can do i mean if you if you remember the drew barrymore uh early 2000s movie never been kissed yeah about a journalist going undercover it, there's so much more i mean so much different stuff you can do with an undercover female than you can do with an undercover male for sure uh channing tatum, channing tatum thank you thank you uh, Sue Vin Diesel teases female-driven Fast and the Furious spinoff. Yeah, well, he's filming. Um, his his latest major movie is uh, I think he's in Italy or something filming mm. a movie right now. And uh, he it's funny because he did it in an Instagram story, and uh, he was being visited by Paul Walker's brother. Okay, who helped finish off the filming of uh, Fast Seven. Um, and the the uh, the Hobbs and uh, Jason Statham Rock spinoff has gone into production this week. Okay. So that's in production. But he kind of let it slip and then he trailed off like he wasn't supposed to talk about it. <laughs> but he said that there's it's there's going to be a female-centered spinoff of the Fast oh, nice. movies. And the thing is, is I don't think, again, it's not going to be like... it. I honestly think it might be like Michelle Rodriguez and uh, um, Charlize Theron and stuff right. like that being cool. in it. So... It's already characters we know, but it'll be kind of cool. It's centered on them. All right. Uh, and then we got Indiana Jones 5. Yeah, this one is kind of interesting. Um, Indiana Jones 5 is in obviously being written right now. 
Um, and if I remember correctly, it's being uh, written by, um, I think it's Jonathan Kasdan. Uh, he's the one that wrote Solo. I think he wrote right. Solo. Yeah, he came um, in and, yeah. Right, it's Lawrence Kasdan's son. Right, yeah. Um, he's basically writing it, but um, they're all, they, they've also come out and said that it's going to be much more global in scope, not in story, because obviously the last one was global, too, because it sure. took place in South America. Sure. But The Kingdom of the Crystal School was almost entirely filmed in the U.S., yeah. whereas the first three movies were actually filmed on location in Florence or in India oh, and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah. that they're the, doing that with the production this time, too. They're going around the world to give it that actual global feel. Very cool. Um, now, this thing is weird. This Deadpool Christmas movie thing. I had no idea about this until you put this in the show notes and I read the article and yeah. I'm even more confused. It, I'm confused after I read it. So it most people thought they were just going to re-release Deadpool 2 in theaters as a PG, PG-13. Yeah, I had heard rumors about that a couple months ago, but I didn't know about the PG-13 version. Now it looks like um, Ryan... Uh, Ryan Reynolds is talking about there's going to be a it's like a Christmas thing. Well, well Ryan Reynolds doesn't really say anything. Well, he likes to post memes and post pictures okay. and stuff. So, and he posted an image of him read of Deadpool reading a story to an a, I believe Fred an Savage. adult Fred Savage, a la Peter Falk and Fred Savage in Princess Diaries. Yeah, and it says. Um, somebody says, I've heard um, the planned title for the Christmas Deadpool movie is a Deadpool before Christmas. But I just think, honestly, I think it's going to be a PG-13 version of of Deadpool 2. Right. Honestly. But, but uh, from the article, it says what they're also hypothesizing is that it might be bookended by... Like this story. Like, let me tell you a story. Kind right. Of like thing. The, how mm-hmm. Peter Falk is telling Fred mm-hmm. Savage the story of Princess the Bride. Right. It's... Deadpool telling Fred Savage the the child the, version of Deadpool, of Deadpool two. two. Yeah, and I think that's I think that's probably our best bet. I don't think it's a brand new thing. I, don't no, I mean know. totally total, total. It's going to be maybe 15, 20 minutes of, of new footage, and it might be kind of fun to go see Deadpool two again in the theaters. But that said, I think it'll be kind of interesting just to see what it's like. Right, for sure. Um, and real quick, I can't remember if I put it in the Disney section, but talking about. It's called Deadpool Before Christmas. Mm. This is the 30th anniversary of Nightmare Before Christmas. Wow. Okay. And, uh, oh, no, no, sorry. Not thinking Nightmare Before Christmas, Tim Burton. It's the 30th anniversary of Beetlejuice. There we go. I was like, that seems a little. And this uh, weekend, um, the 5th, Beetlejuice is getting returned to theaters for weekend only. Oh, kick ass. So uh, we won't see it. But if you're in a large market, I'm sure you can go see Beetlejuice in theaters if you like. For sure. All right, we're almost done. Uh, Phoenix director reveals why the release date was switched back. We talked about that in, yeah, we, in trailer time. We did, um, and we talked about the new uh, date, which is June 9th. Mm. Uh, all right, Wizarding World, new Harry Potter video game footage leaks. I saw yeah, a couple this, things about Yeah, this. this just got leaked in the last couple of days. Mm. Um, and the thing is, is it's sending Potter fans crazy. Right. Um, because it's an RPG, um, and uh, it's being... It's they're not sure, but it's either done by Rocksteady or by Avalanche. Oh, or they both might be involved. Okay, but the footage that showed looks phenomenal. So uh, just we have that to look forward to. Nice, dude. a massive R- RPG game. That is uh, that should be cool. That's gonna really obsess some people. Oh yeah. <laughs> Hello, Jesse. Yeah. <laughs> and the last thing I have in here, man, just dropped today: San Diego Comic Con 2019 returning registration. So uh, the date has been set. And again, this 
is um, I can't believe we're already talking about convention news, but this is the if you went to Comic Con last San Diego Comic Con last year, if you had tickets, if you had tickets, excuse me, if you had tickets for last year, you have the opportunity to buy pre registration tickets for next year. Saturday, October 13th at 9 a.m. And your odds are much better to do it now than new registration. Absolutely. And it's a lottery. It's the whole thing that, as it always is. The link in the show notes has the prices and stuff. What's interesting is our press passes are up. And so I'm not really sure what we should do. So we have to talk about that. Um, well, honestly, I don't think we qualify for pre-reg. I think we'd have to go back in as new reg. No way. I gotta, I'll have to send an email or something. There's no way. Um, but anyway, we'll talk. Yes, but basically, uh, by going through pre-reg as opposed to new reg, your odds are 50-50 instead of like 16%. I don't know if it's 50-50, but yeah, it's better than – it's hard to – it's still even hard in pre-reg. Well, no, because basically what it is is – say, for for example, last year 100,000 people got tickets. I'm just right. using that as a round number. Sure. What they do is for pre-reg, they take half those tickets mm. – and so the people that had the 100,000 tickets last That's year are trying for 50,000 tickets now. So you are 50-50. Yeah, yeah. And those 50, the extra 50,000 tickets are go into the new reg. Right. All right, man. All right. Uh, good show. I'm glad to be back behind the mic. It's been a crazy few weeks. Um, I'm, I'm happy to be behind the new pop filter. And I'm actually, it looks like you're hiding from me <laughs> behind it. You're so weird. Um, I like the new pop filters. I think next week we will sound the same. And on the good ship. Okay. La Sorry. Right. Are you done? Go ahead. Thanks for tuning in the usual podcast. If you have comments or questions, you can find us at theusualpodcast.com. Email us at theusualpodcast at gmail.com. And we're on Facebook, Google Plus, Pinterest, Instagram, Twitch, and YouTube. I'm at Darth Pops on Twitter, and Will is at Admiral Griggs. You can find us on all the social medias and all that, and iTunes, Stitch Radio, Google Play, and Plex. Uh, support the show, teespring.com slash store slash usual podcast, uh, audibletrial.com slash usual podcast, and the best way to support us, of course. It's Patreon. Patreon.com slash usual podcast. Give us a buck or two an episode. Get blooper reels, uh, early content, trailer time, all kinds of stuff um, from us early. Word. And, um, dude, we got to get out of here. So what are we doing? Uh, well, I, I know for a fact that with this new pop filter and mic, I'm having a fun. Oh, my God. <sighs> so I want to make sure you all have the fun. Don't drag this out. <laughs> all right. Let's have are, a- are you having a fun? Have a fun. We'll see you all next week. Peace. So stupid. I'm just trying to figure out where you're going to go with you that. You love me. Uh, inaccurate.